Welcome to What's With These Homies Talking About Weezer. I'm your host, Matt Apodaca. Today, we're talking Weezer's eighth, eighth album, Hurley. Released September 10th, 2010 on Epitaph Records, exclusively at PacSun stores, and made available at other retail stores on September 14th, 2010, the band aims for more weird exper- experimentation in the form of brand tie-ins and different sounds. To discuss the album, I'm joined by a very special guest. You know him from uh, the LA podcast, The Flagrant Ones, and Hollywood Handbook. It's Hayes Davenport. Hi, Hayes. Hey, Matt. <laughs> Exclusively at PacSun. We'll get to it. We'll talk wow. about it. Yeah, yes. This is a major release from a uh, popular band. In 2010. Yeah, so the, they, it was like um, uh, sort of a brand tie-in with... Uh, with the the surf uh, wear uh, the clothing company yeah. Hurley, um, even though they claimed to not no. be tied to it. So there's we'll get to it because there's a lot going on in okay, that. Okay, you're in that really world. making it hard not to <laughs> jump to uh, this. Well, uh, and so I guess they they released the album just four days earlier. Like, hey, if you want to hear the album early, got to go over to PacSun. Okay, and then it was out for everybody uh, on at that time. It was Tuesdays when albums were coming out, if you remember. This was the, you know. I do kind of remember that. <laughs> if you can imagine a world where they weren't coming out on Fridays like movies. Um, but yeah, it's that was that was a strange thing that they did. And we'll absolutely talk about it. Um, so, hey, something I'd like to know about uh, guests before we start talking about uh, Weezer's music yeah. is that where are you at with Weezer right now? Do you think about Weezer at all? I do think about Weezer sometimes. I... Have some uh, like vague like notion that people I know are working with Rivers on like his different like comedy ventures really? right now, and I don't yeah. know enough details to get into it, and I yeah. truly don't want to. <laughs> so <laughs> I I am not going to, but he is kind of in my periphery in this weird way yes i still listen to the blue album and and pinkerton all the time yes uh i we like when i was in college he had just come back to school yeah and so we were living in the same yeah like like dorm let's just go ahead and say harvard university i it is yeah and it was we were quadded oh wow which sucks you (laughs) what does that do not want to get quadded it means you have to walk for like five minutes to get to class instead of being in the freaking square (laughs) uh so Uh, I would eat in the same dining hall as him all the time. Yeah. Never talked to him. My big goal was to get him to play Guitar Hero against me. <laughs> uh, so this is this is at the time he had come back. Um, this is because uh, yeah. yeah, Guitar Hero would have not been uh, current when he was originally there. So yes. yes, and also you're not. What, that old. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so you're not his age. Yeah, that but, was a stupid question. For like, me. but I was a, a huge, huge fan, and it was like, but every. Every interaction I, I like, so I, I never talked to him, but I definitely saw him have conversations and it yes. was always like just weird enough where I was like, why do this? <laughs> there's no, there's no good version of this. Weirded on which end? Both. Uh, both on both, both ends? Both, yeah. Both, yes. Because he has such a weird, like so many people there are like glad handers and like have been successful just by going up and uh, like approaching people and trying to make connections and yeah. stuff. And his energy doesn't seem to like work well or it does work well with those people it seems like he's very easily like kind of just captured by people 
Uh, so it was just a weird thing to watch play out over and over again. Every lunch, basically, people like just coming up to him and introducing themselves. It was like kind of sad to were, behold. Uh, was were Zuckerberg and Natalie Portman there at the same time as well? They Zuckerberg had left. He okay. had uh, dropped dog. out. Yeah. Natalie Portman was also there earlier. Okay. I want to say so. This was. When I was sharing the dorm with him would have been between like 2006. I think he graduated 06. Okay. So this would have been like between 2005 and 2006. Yeah. Because I was going to say, what what an insane overlap. Right. That could have been. Uh, Who knows what they could have done together. Um, What do you mean they? (laughs) You mean we? Uh, uh, yeah, you would you would have been involved too. Yes. <laughs> I don't get to be included in this, this group with Natalie Portman, Mark Zuckerberg, and Rivers Cuomo. No, of course you, you of course you are. Of course you're in the group. Um, uh, so you were you say you were a fan and uh, this is my the first uh, show I ever went. So, to. So yeah, that's my next question. Do you've yeah. seen them? Have you seen them live many times? Just the once. Went uh-huh. to the Worcester Centrum Center uh-huh. uh, when I was a sophomore in high school. This was the green album tour okay. might have been a freshman okay uh and uh scott Schreiner, i think his first i think he joined the band for yes. that tour yeah is that right yeah because mikey was uh in the band for the recording of that album did some like promotional shows for the album and then exited the band yes and, and so everyone knew the yes. membership of course because of the album covers yes i don't believe was scott on the green album cover no he's not yes. no he's not on an album cover until make believe because uh right. maladroit does not have the band on. yes uh so it was just like very clear and i think people knew uh about the change up in membership and it was also just very clear from what he does on stage that this is like a touring musician yeah i was like oh this is very a very different energy yeah how can this like work going forward and he is still he's, in the he's band a, he's a lasting 20 member 20 years later yeah, or he's whatever the, he's put in the most work and people that's something I've talked about a little bit on here is that like everybody sort of looks at uh, the the quote unquote decline of this of this great uh, American rock band is when Matt Sharp left the band and yeah. uh, no disrespect to Matt Sharp uh, I think Matt Sharp's a very incredible musician and uh, we'll, we'll, I'm sure we'll talk to uh, we're not going to talk well, him well, uh, I will say that uh, let's say that um, some some uh, calls have been uh, been made. Um, he, uh, I didn't remember now what I was saying. Uh, oh, like he was in the band for those two albums, and you know prior to those two albums. Uh, but Scott's been in it for so long. Yeah. We gotta give Scott his day in the yeah. sun. It's his time. Thank you for even just pretending to be like focused on a conversation with me, where your whole life now must be like freaking out about maybe being able to talk to Matt Sharp. Uh, I've well. Well, the thing is, I've uh, I've met him a couple of times. He's very he's very nice. Okay, uh, a good a good a good man. Um, wow. Yeah, he's cool. Um, but so 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 you're getting you're sensing out Scott's vibe. You're like, there's absolutely no way. And cut to now, he's yeah. like, he's just all over it. He um, it's funny because <clears throat> he does have like the. Even just like the like, not to criticize his look or anything, but he has the look of a sesame musician that just yes, coming in, just like absolutely. I'm just gonna come in and wreck this part yes, real quick, for sure, <laughs> uh, and just light them up and then bounce. And it's like he takes so much attention. Yeah, but on he must stage. have something that they 
or at least Rivers, at the very least, Rivers fucks with. Like, he, they must like him. He seems yeah. he's, so he's cool. Yeah. Just like the greatest guy. Yeah. yeah and he's so, got a just cool in life. terms of like, yeah. like being on tour and like even being in the studio, just a guy to like have around. Yeah. And also, I feel like every everything Rivers has brought in for the last 15 years, he's been like, dude. <laughs> yeah. This is, this is great. <laughs> this freaking rip. Well, and I don't, I don't want to speak to this or whatever because like maybe who knows if I'll get the chance to, uh, this is to tough, Matt. I gotta yeah. say, this yeah. is like you have arrived at sort of a crossroads for the show. Yeah, because yeah, which is it's gotten a little too big, <laughs> and now you're at this place where you can't really necessarily be honest. Yeah. about the band anymore, can you? Well, no. we're about to talk about an album that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, like you can't. You like you're doing a Weezer podcast, yeah. and you're like you're so tied in now to the actual band I that mean, you can't say that Hurley is a terrible album. I would say that it certainly doesn't rank among my favorites. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, and if you know what, we're gonna play these songs in a little bit, and you know what, I don't know if I like any of these songs um but uh we're, we're certainly gonna we're certainly gonna talk about them um i i this out i mean just even bringing up this album had you heard this album before like uh i no no i never had i no. remember when it came out i thought it was so crazy that it circled around so insanely bad that it circled around to being good really that the album was co- not yeah. the album itself uh, yeah. but that it was called hurley okay had a picture of jorge garcia is that yes. name? yeah uh, like that was From the Lost, album yeah. i was like holy shit yes. i mean that is like, and then they did have i mean they did have a like a brand tie-in with the clothing um, now that is yes. very upsetting um uh, I'll say about this album before we get into before we get into facts um, that I don't remember being excited that this was coming out. Like, then right. uh, that's that hasn't been true. This was after make believe. This, this is after Ratitude. So like make believe is uh, at and you know I've I've said it uh, at this point because now there are more. Uh, you know the 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 scale the tides change when there's more uh, in your rearview mirror. You know. Yeah. So now. I've gone the on tides to say, truly do change when there's more in your rear view. It's bear. a classic. Sounds phrase. like a Rivers lyric. Oh my god! Hey, if Rivers, you want to use a it? A little too metaphorical to be in this album. Yeah, you didn't really go enough. for that kind yeah. of stuff. Yeah, um, like I, I guess what I mean is, at the time when Make Believe came out, it's very easy to be like, this is their worst one. Right now, you know, everyone was saying Maladroit's very underrated. I'm going to go ahead and say Maladroit. Actually, very, very good. Uh, has yeah. has risen above the underrated um, uh, category. There was that period. I'm sure you talked yeah. about it, where every new album that came out, everyone would say yeah, it, it was their sucked. worst one. And then, like, whatever, two years later, people would be like, "Oh, Green Album that is actually pretty good." Yeah, and then that I like happened the Green to album. Maladroit. That also happened to Make Believe. Yeah, I, feel I think like Make Believe is their most underrated album. But that uh, never happened. To Ratitude or certainly no. this. No, and uh, as of this moment, rec- recording a couple of these out of order, I have not done Ratitude yet. Oh, uh, okay. So I haven't subjected uh, a nice person willing to do my podcast to what I think is their worst one. Okay. Um, and uh, that one's going to be a real journey, I'll tell yeah. you. Because, I mean, and this, this is... To me, this is bad in a different specific way, and I, <laughs> and I can't like put my finger on exactly why. I think it's just because like it came out after a bad one too, and I was just yeah. like, "Great, yeah. cool, yeah, cool." <laughs> but 
you know, if, if you're following along at home and you know sort of where we're at in the the ever changing tides of uh, Weezer, tides. Um, <laughs> your your whole world is just it's all shifting t- tides. <laughs> it's a it's probably a metaphor Matt, for Matt is the prince of tides. I am the prince of tides. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Hey. I like that. I don't really know what that... Re- I know it's a movie. Yeah. I don't uh, know what it refers hmm. to. I yeah. think Wayne and Garth went to go see it in one of the, <laughs> in one of the sketches. Yeah, I think I think you're right. I don't... It sounds familiar to me. I could look it up, but I... That's not it was a movie and I think a book. Yeah, yeah probably, definitely different types of media. Um, <laughs> that We know that. Yeah, we, we, we got that locked down for sure. Um, but uh, before we start playing some of these songs... And I'll call them songs. <laughs> That's a pretty big, <laughs> pretty bold statement. Uh, why don't we? Uh, why don't we get into some facts about the album? So here's just a little uh, history about the album Hurley. Uh, this is Weezer's first release since their split from Geffen. Uh, all their prior releases were under uh, the Geffen label, and then that uh, ended with Ratitude. Uh, and this was announced on uh, their Facebook page. So uh, Zuckerberg factored back yeah, into the story. Who knew? Man. We didn't know we'd be talking early about. Facebook. And well, I'll say guys, Rivers must have gotten on there like maybe before anyone else. He's probably on Hot or Not. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like, I mean, look, I say it on here. I'm classically logged on. These boys logged yeah. on as hell. They yeah, were, oh, they've God. been online. Fully poisoned. Yeah. <laughs> they, they, yeah. And uh, in an article announcing uh, the details of the album Rolling uh, in Rolling Stone magazine, never mm-hmm. heard of it. Okay. Uh, they said that the album may be named after a, uh, the lost character Hurley. Uh, and then it was confirmed during an interview during uh, the U.S. Open of Surfing. <laughs> so wait, help, help me, Matt. They, we do we know which came first, the brand tie in or their decision to name it after the lost character? Well, that's a little muddy. Uh, yeah. Because. It seems like, because from what I see here uh, in my in my very detailed notes, uh, is that Weezer and Jorge Garcia met on the set of Lopez Tonight. Well, that they yes. took a picture backstage. And they took a picture and backstage, and, yeah. and that's where the photo came from. Right, and so and Rivers was was just obsessed with this photo. He thought that, uh, and I. I'm going to go ahead and agree with them that uh, that Jorge Garcia's vibe in this photo is just it's just wonderful. It's just he's putting out he's giving you a lot of just positive energy. And that's very yes. nice. Now, this is cool in a way that like Rivers Cuomo, huge weirdo yes. is being a weirdo by making this decision. And yes. th- th- there's like some level of inaccessible genius to it that I am fully on board <laughs> with this. It is Lopez just tonight, so by wild. the way, my story about Lopez tonight is I have a friend uh, who was a writer on the show uh, and his wife went to a taping uh, and <laughs> she was in the audience and uh, she was laughing uh, one of Lopez's jokes. I mean, you got and it. apparently her, the footage of her laughing was so good that they kept using it in <laughs> successive episodes. So he would be watching the show when it actually aired and yeah. he would see his wife laughing at tapings that she did not <laughs> go to. So she was just giving him exactly what he needed. Yes. That's, that's so funny. That's my Lopez tonight. Um, it's not mine. <laughs> it's, hey, it's not mine, but I'll tell it. Uh, so... Um, something that they, uh, Rivers told, uh, spinner.com that we struggled super hard to come up with an album. Spinner.com. 
Okay. Yeah, Spinner.com. Yeah. Uh, that they struggled with a hard time to come with an album title, trying to find some kind of phrase that summed up the whole aesthetic behind the album. Uh, some of the ones that they threw out were Heavy Mental. Yeah. Uh, smaller Than Life. Okay. Uh, you know, obviously those get tossed out. Yeah. Uh, and I was coming up with all kinds of stuff, but ultimately we just went with some random word that doesn't really have anything to do with anything. I just love this photo of Jorge Garcia, which just had an amazing vibe. Yeah. Uh, we didn't want to do a fourth self-titled album. Boy, if they could hear themselves now. Uh, <laughs> so if, they, if them now heard that, they'd be like, yeah, we did uh, yeah. three more uh, oh, after God. that. Yeah. Uh, and uh, so we referred to the Hurley record and then just left it uh, and called it Hurley with no words on the cover just because uh, we wanted his amazing face. Uh-huh. Yeah, this is all great. Uh, I love it. This account is contrary to reports that Weezer had named the album after the surf clothing company Hurley, that. which lent to one of their studio, which lent one of their studios at least one session and was at one point rumored to be a financial backer of the album. Oh, I don't like this. The Hurley I gate. don't like that they're going around just like begging for studio space. <laughs> this is Please. Weezer in 2010. Yeah, give them Nobody what they want. Nobody would let them use their backyard like <laughs> Dave Grohl wouldn't have him over to get him in the, his garage. It's God, a full studio. Yeah. Uh, the Hurley Gate, as the meme is known by allthingsweezer.com, uh, controversy was expanded when Brian Bell uh, seemingly confirmed Hurley's financial stake in the album no. doing an interview prior to the album's release, a statement he would later uh, recant on the official .com message boards. Wow. Well, what if that, I mean, like, you just have to go back to all the other ones now. What if, what if the Green Album... Had a professional tie-in with peas. <laughs> what if they were sponsored by peas? And what if Pinkerton actually wasn't inspired the by Pinkerton, it detective was, agency? The, yeah, detective agency. Yeah. The union-busting detective agency. <laughs> this is maybe this goes all the way to the top. One of the songs is called "Get You." And it's saying, "Oh my the, lord!" The freaking union organizers that they were going to get you and what if bust this, your head open. What if this tape now plays in the Supreme Court? What if this? <laughs> We just piece it all together. Every song on wow. Pinkerton. Is like, a, wait a minute. It's is about a threat. <laughs> um, well, I mean, that's. I think that's about as good as a spot as we can get before we start listening to these out. Uh, these songs. So depressing. Isn't and that and crazy, also, well, I mean, like they had clothing. So here, had, here's what's yeah. so crazy about it. Rivers is normally very unashamed <laughs> about what other people would consider selling out. Yes. I feel like actually around the, the time that he was at Harvard, I was reading interviews with him where he was just like, I'm listening to every top 40 song yes. and I'm just trying to replicate what they are doing yeah have you heard his song exploder no it's he said does he say that he basically i mean i feel like uh because now at this point in their uh history this is like what he does to uh make songs he has like a spreadsheet where he like sort of writes little like words and phrases and stuff and yeah. uh matches them up syllabically and then pastes them together uh yeah. to make songs okay and it, so but he'll hear songs and he'll um like reconstruct like riffs in his head and like play them in a reverse way or something okay. so then it becomes out a new thing it's very it's a very good good episode if you want to hear uh, a lunatic uh, um, uh, you well know. that sounds better yeah. than the, I mean we'll listen to it but this album to me which I had never heard before so yeah. like uh, picture this this is my listening experience of the album yes 45 minutes ago, I get on a scooter <laughs> to come to the studio. Yes. I put one 
<laughs> a earpiece. Well, you got to be safe. Yeah, so I can hear the cars coming on the other side. Yeah, room. And so picture me rolling mm-hmm. down the street on my scooter. Uh, just kind of grimacing at some of these songs. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. That's uh, and I almost finished. I got halfway through the last. That's a uh, you know that's a tough pill to swallow because I mean, I want I want to picture people out on scooters on these birds on these on these having lines, a good time having a good time listening to Weezer. Yeah, uh, but this one I know we're. Maybe there's stuff going on in the left channel that I'll be like, oh. Yeah, once you get the other one in, you'll be like, oh, now I see what they're going for. And actually, this album is as good as Rumors. (laughs) 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 I had a friend who, like, hadn't heard Rumors before and then recently heard it and was like, guys, I thought everybody was joking about it for some reason. For some reason, I thought that people sort of were like making fun of that album, like yeah. bringing it up all the time. He's like, but actually, it's the most perfect thing. And I've every ever song heard. on it still holds up. Yeah, and we're like, incredibly yeah. Why well. would that have? What a weird joke to uh, make. But it, it could have, it could have come it. out two years ago. Yeah, it's perfect. Um, but this isn't the Fleetwood Mac cast, uh, and I'm not equipped to do that one. No, so, that's Scott. Imagine how pissed Scott and Scott would be if you tried to do the Fleetwood Mac cast. Well. If they knew even this, probably they're just like, really? We were going to do that. If they if they knew that I was doing anything, I'd be. uh, Nobody knows that you're doing this. (laughs) This show. Uh, So you're saying that you're just basically stealing from your employer. uh, I guess I'm technically uh, on uh, the clock still (laughs) as far as the the time goes right now. But I don't think uh, Scott's aware of uh, my show. Uh, And that's fine because not everybody has the time to for everything. Uh, before we get into the songs, let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. And we're back. Uh, all right. So Hayes, before we, before we hit play on, on these first tracks, one, I should absolutely, uh, pull them up. Uh, um, and then I'll tell you something I got, uh, I was soliciting advice about how to talk about this album because yes. I don't want to be caught wrong footed and be like, this is terrible. And then like be informed that my opinion, like, like, yeah. People have realized stuff that the album is better than it was or whatever. But uh, my friend Chris, okay. Chris Brady Denton, uh-huh. is a huge Weezer guy. Okay. He sent me a picture of he has this CD still. Sent me a picture with the date uh, written on a piece of notebook paper holding the CD up next to it. <laughs> Showing that he still has it the present day. He got it at Ross. Uh, for two ninety nine, already cracked. Oh my god! <laughs> a few years ago, uh, and he was just like, "Yeah, this album is really bad. It's uh, like <laughs> Rivers had fully entered his silly phase." Is- <laughs> <laughs> yep, I would absolutely say that this is silly Rivers. Oh god! I mean, we 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 could have guessed that on the Red album. Uh, he was wearing a cowboy hat and has a mustache. Yeah, boy, oh, Got his boy, shirt tucked oh, in like a little cowpoke. Uh, but okay. you know what? We're we're in Silly Rivers mode. Okay, let's get in. Uh, so let's do it. This first track uh, is called Memory. Oh, you know what? I didn't test to see how loud this was going to be for you. So if this is too loud, let me know. Oh, it's per- well, this is the, this is the orchestra orchestra warming up. Yeah, they're sort of getting ready for the for the rocking tune that's about to. Well, they out. don't play no on this album. It's pretty misleading. <laughs> that's probably fine, right? Yes, that's great. Uh. Ah, that shred. Yeah, I mean, for me... So that lyric, uh, playing Hacky Sack back when Audio Slave was still Rage. Yeah. 
It's about yeah, Rage Against the Machine. No, I get it. So, uh, I guess I don't understand what your question is. My question is... <laughs> so this song is called Memories. Yes. He says, Memories make me want to go back there. Memor it's like yeah. very on the nose. Like the I'll rest say of the, the thing that he's trying to remember wasn't that long from the reference point that he's making. So that is what I'm sort of curious about. Well, I mean, yeah, he talks about pissing and cuss before they went on stage. Like, this could have been... The like day. 2005? I mean, like, Audio Slave was a very recent band. Right, but point, he says when they were still Rage, which yeah. was like the 90s. So I guess it could have been like a while ago. But he like usually people remember like their high school days. Yeah, so. not like 10 years ago. Like, uh, I like... You compare this to like in the garage, yeah. which is his other his other song yeah. about like his like really nostalgic memory song. Yes, <sighs> I don't know. The thing I'll say about pissing in cups before they go on stage, I hope that that was not true. I hope they didn't do that. That's bad behavior. That gets you. In There's real a bathroom. Look at the bathroom. There's no venue that doesn't have uh, like a if toilet. If Bieber got in trouble for peeing in a mop bucket, you shouldn't be peeing in cups. Did he do day. that? He did do that. And he got in trouble. In, in plastic cups. Yeah, but imagine the accuracy you have to have. Uh, so this song uh, is bad, um, but I it, I think of the songs on this album, it might be the one that really works. It's a, uh, it's in the it, like the definitely the upper fiftieth uh, percentile. Yeah, uh, it was uh, included in the Jackass 3D soundtrack. It was. It plays huh? at the very end of Jackass 3D. Wow. Uh, so can you imagine me going to see that movie, paying to see it in 3D, being very excited that there's a new Jackass movie out yeah. uh, in the grand year of 2010. Yeah. And then hearing my boys on the track. Oh my god. Great. Uh, <laughs> and uh, but the origin of this song dates back to at least 2006. <laughs> Meaning what? That he just like held on to it for a little while and was like, you know what? Now I think it. I'm gonna let this baby cook for a little while longer. And now, now I think it's ready. Oh, boy. It's kind of shorter than I remember. We just let the whole song play. I, I, would I say don't this, normally do that. This um, the song is stylist. I don't know how to talk about music, but it's stylistically yeah. consistent with the rest of the album, which it does feel like he was trying to do basically what he said he was doing, which yes. is like looking at what was popular. It mm -hmm. sounds like sort of knockoffs of like all American rejects yes. and like good Charlotte, -y, like anthemic stuff. Yes. That song is an example of many on this album that doesn't really trade off his voice at all. No. I mean, that's the one really distinctive thing about Weezer uh, is Rivers' voice, but he, they, they use backing vocals that totally drown him wash out. Wash it out. Yeah. And then he lets his voice crack even uh, when he screams at that last part there when he's like, I'm freaking bored. That's about <laughs> as close as he gets to swearing on this, on this album. Now, Black Album Rivers... Says fuck, says shit. He does? Yeah, it's, I don't even want to talk about it. What? You don't like that? Look, I'll say those words. I don't need to hear that in my. <laughs> yeah, in my you music. got. Yeah. I know he doesn't do that. Swears are a big I know it makes him uncomfortable. You want to be able to get away from swears. Yeah, I already swear One so One place you could go. Just my music, <laughs> my tunes. Uh, yeah, I mean, that song is certainly on this album. Memories do make me want to go back there. <laughs> do you ever just think about something and you're just like, man, I want to uh, be there memories again? Memories make me want to go back. Nothing. 
I feel like nothing that's makes what, me want to go back there like memories. <laughs> I was about to say that like nothing in your past should be better than your present. So like going like the idea. Wow. Of being, <laughs> you think so? You think people have failed if there's if they're not just on a constant upward trajectory? Not necessarily. If there is a moment in their past that exceeds what they're doing, this instant that I they guess are a failure i'm coming from the like i i guess i'm closer to being like in like the not me guess i'm i'm no i'm almost 30 years old but like the idea of going back to high school like or uh, being right. younger than i am but right he now he doesn't want to terrible. go back to high school he wants to go back to when he was like 33 <laughs> <laughs> at this point right yeah so maybe i'll know a little better about it when i'm a little closer to his age at this how point. old is he now how old is river uh he's i think 48 years old He's 48. Yeah. yeah so that kind of track. Yeah. Wow. I mean, wow. Uh, <laughs> uh, the next song in this album is called Ruling Me. I kind of like how this one starts. This is a better version of that power pop sound yeah. that is not traditional Weezer at all. No. But it's a better copy of other people's stuff. But see, they give you that traditional Weezer with that little guitar chug right there. The chug, but the drums are, like, the tempo is, like, much zippier yeah. than their normal stuff. I don't, so I don't know much about music either, but you would, if you told me that uh, Pat was playing on an electric kit versus a, totally. a real one, I would yes. believe it here. Yeah. But I'm probably wrong. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know anything. <laughs> so I have a, a music podcast. I don't know anything about music. You could, I, I feel, I, 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 I wish I hadn't listened to this song. You should bring someone in to do this and just like see if they can kind of. How did they do this? Sing the like the the melody along with the song because it's yeah. like it's so uh, derivative yeah. and so predictable. So I could put this. I have every uh, single one of their CDs in my car, right? Now I don't need that because I have a, a Bluetooth thing for my sure. iPhone. Don't worry. Yeah, about you have it. one of those like uh, cassettes that you can connect to your iPod. <laughs> yeah, I have one of those. Yeah. Um, I think if I put this album on top to bottom, I could probably sing along to every single one of these songs. But that's just because I love this band so no, much. No, it's not because of that. It's because <laughs> you hear the first note and the next note follows so logically yeah, after. It's mathematical. All the transitions are so basic. They're like, yeah. Dur -dur -dur -dur. Uh, they never performed this song live. Wow. Could be so interesting. Like, that's crazy to me because, yeah. well,. I would think when they were touring on this record, yeah, they this had two is singles off this, this album. Is definitely one of the better songs. What were the two singles? Uh, it was Memories, and then uh -huh. I think Hang On, which comes a little later. Yeah, sure. Yeah, that one's a bummer too, in a, in a, in a different way. <laughs> uh, I mean, I don't, I don't. Same thing with the backing vocals. Like his voice sounds. Like they 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 totally sanded it off. Yeah, it's like they like Rivers is sick today. We gotta hide it. Yeah, we gotta just make sure that we're covering covering it up with this all this background noise. And then he does this little thing here. That guitar sound is a classic guitar sound from Weezer though, and I gotta give it up. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I don't know, but like something about it, like that's a green album guitar to me. I know, but it's it like it has been made basic. Yeah, with, oh, yeah. with like the extra drumming and like uh, like I don't. I don't, know. If, I don't like if, it. I feel like 
So one of the things that I think about current Weezer songs that are bad is that if they were a different band, people would be like, hey, this is pretty cool. I don't, I mean, they would, but it would sound like a specific moment yes. in music history, basically yes. whenever the album came out. Yeah, like if, because uh, like, who does a similar, uh, Panic at the Disco sound is very different from like the Panic at the Disco that we know now. Now they're like full on pop, yeah. basically. And, and but it's th- like th- good, this though. actually, it's pretty good, but this sounds like sort of a, like a weak version of present day yes. Panic at the Disco. Yes. They're like trying to figure out how to do it good. Yes. Uh, they're like, well, wait a minute. They but, did it. But like Rivers must feel like I have been trying to tell you that this is all I'm doing. I'm just copying other people's stuff. They're, I, they're like, I pull no inspiration for my actual life. I'm just trying to give you something that you'll enjoy. So I think we said this here before is that like, we like that rivers. That is like the one that will say things about himself and like reveal things and like be personal. Uh, uh, and he does not like that. No, he, he doesn't want to do that does anymore. Doesn't he? hate Pinkerton uh well he'll play songs from like they played it uh they played uh Pinkerton song on uh their Coachella uh set yeah. and it like I mean I don't know the audience obviously wasn't mic'd uh but it seemed like it got no love like they're like this is from our 1996 album Pinkerton and everyone was just kind of like okay no I don't believe that well, I'd say that was my perception. What songs? Uh, well, it was El Scorcho. They played El Scorcho. Come on. Yeah. But what like, are you people are going to see? Like, what's your theory? That people went to this no, show? I think that if you're a fan of... If you're at a festival, you're yes. not a diehard Weezer fan. Like, you might be... Like, but there those, might be some. But that is one of their most famous songs. I would say so, too. I just didn't feel like I got enough love from the crowd for it. I thought people would have been... Okay, but you have, you're have you on record saying the crowd wasn't mic'd. Yeah, I think the mic, the crowd wasn't mic'd. So and you're also, going by I was not how there. much they were bouncing. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was in my room. <laughs> yeah, I guess you're not going to go fucking nuts to El Scorcho either. Right? It doesn't... Mosh so, to it. So that's... And that's part of the problem with yes. El Scorcho in a festival setting. Yes. It's not something you can really bounce but like it. I feel like the crowd by and large probably is not like a huge Weezer fan doesn't know they're there to see Tiesto and uh, I don't know Megan Trainor Weezer's or something really famous yeah I and mean, those two albums I think like basically everyone has heard I think Weezer is more famous now than they have been in a long time is uh, that true I think so because of Africa so like oh god um, yeah. so I think more people are getting on board with like the new famous Weezer yeah. and like uh, haven't know that more than they know the the good like uh, deep cuts like El Scorcho is not a deep cut to us because we got in when we got is in is that true I think so is that Chef Kevin Chef Kevin is not is in, yeah he's nodding in the other room and he's that age he's like younger. In a way, but not that young. No, I mean, he's not like a young guy. I would say I wouldn't call him a youngster. Uh, no. But I'd what say are you twenty six now? Yeah, yeah, he's just a young. couple years younger than me. Yeah, uh, I'm twenty eight. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the next song in this album is called Train Wrecks. I shrugged, and it kind of starts with a little shrug. And uh, yeah, but this like, is how a lot of like those good Charlotte songs did. Yeah. Like, uh, he was a little move atmosphere. along starts with like that, like, uh, uh, oh, here's a little, uh, fact about this song. Okay. This is the first song, 
uh, that Rivers wrote after his uh, bus accident during the Ratitude tour in December 2009. I don't know if you remember that story. His uh, uh, tour bus do. flipped over. Yes. Yikes. Yikes. We just get up to start Wish I had read that before I said I didn't like this one. I think this is a great song, Rivers. You would have. <laughs> I'm sorry I hurt your feelings. So one weird thing about that is it doesn't really thematically engage with uh, like a personal injury at all, no. except for the concept of like a uh, wreck of some a kind. Wreck. Yeah, we don't update our blogs. We are train wrecks. He just said. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah. So this, yeah, like I guess I want. I don't know. I want to. This period of his career, I want to hear more from someone who doesn't really have to do anything. Right. Can tour on his existing catalog and make everyone happy forever. Does yes. not have to come up with new music. Oh. There he goes with the swearing again. Yeah. I'm cutting that off right there. Oh no, I started it again on accident. Uh, I mean, yeah, that one to me is a very. It's a. It's. It's very forgettable. I think the the thing about this album and the thing I'll say about Ratitude as well is that uh, they don't play any songs from these albums when they tour. Yeah. They don't play any of these songs. They fully abandoned um, uh, Pacific Daydream after it came out. Yeah. Uh, like... Because now they're just doing Teal and uh, and Black. Teal's the, the yeah. cover album. Uh, so it's like they're writing... They just write... I mean... Look, there's they, a big gap in there. There's a big gap, but yeah. they they sort of roll with these tides, if you will, uh, <laughs> where they uh, sort of find something and they're like, okay, well, this is that didn't work. We're gonna ditch that and we're just gonna keep going with this. So now they're yeah. doing they're, now they're a cover band that also does new music. Yeah. Uh, One, but, I mean, like I'm sure people have talked about this, but also just the fact that like. Uh, the blue album and even more so Pinkerton were just like really consistent with. Uh, Rivers's public persona, yes, of like it was kind of like bombastic songs uh, on the blue album about being sort of a meek weirdo, yeah, which is like who he is. And then once you get into like Beverly Hills and this stuff, like he's describing an experience of people that like get fucked up and just like like party and like don't give a shit, but they're like still kicking ass. Yeah, which is he not maintains him. that Beverly Hills is was genuine. I I, I do believe <laughs> that, and Beverly Hills is actually a little bit closer because yeah. like it's him being an outsider. Yes, but this the experience described in this song is totally alien to a Rivers's experience and that of everyone listening to it. <laughs> We're like, yeah, like we don't actually know what you're talking about here. And it, I think this song, I mean, it's, it's the third track in. If you're listening to this for the first time and you're just like, Oh no. Uh, I feel like the rest of the album doesn't fully make up for it. Uh, but why don't we I mean, I would say we haven't even gotten close to the bottom. No, definitely. No. And that's the thing. Yeah. Uh, we're going to go right into the next one. It's called Unspoken. So we got a little acoustic uh, going here. Um, he said about this song that he was he wrote it right after he got married. Uh, hey, yeah. you're a married man. Let's see yeah. if you relate to his sentiment here. Okay. Uh, I, I wrote, I, this uh, Unspoken was written right after I got married, after living alone for so many years, having everything exactly how I wanted it. Suddenly, I'm living with somebody else, and I have to start making compromises in my lifestyle. And boy, part of my mind was really unhappy about having to compromise. He 
was sort of like I had it. I had it all figured out, and now I'm married, and I have to figure all this out. I mean, this is like I didn't know that context. That's yeah. insanely dark. Yeah, uh, and in a way that I sort I don't identify with at no. all. But I at least sort of like this feels more like a Pinkerton thing of like yes. someone who is it's coming from a real place emotionally destroyed yeah. and just like the, the lyrics of the song are every morning of the day, every day I'm hoping for the chance to get away. Yeah. In yeah, the, now that you know it's about uh, he just got married and now he's like already like, oh, geez. And I hate what you do when your poison seeps through oh and my you're God. laughing at me. Like, this is like. It's pretty rough. Insanely dark. Yes. Uh, and this, and the song at least is like super generic and like not interesting, but it's not like. It's not musically bad. offensive. Yeah. Uh, contemporary jazz musician Greg Vale plays flute on this song. Wow. And this, it sounds more like Rivers, like the production yeah. isn't so blown out. Yeah, I don't, I don't mind this one. Yeah. I think if they played it, I wouldn't be upset. Are they're, they're, they're learning his voice. Yes. That's a little much, right? Yeah. It sounds, but it, I think they've been doing that every song. Yeah, but that time it's sort of like, we really like the way he sounded already. I know. Just give us the, give us the regular one. it's supposed one. to be like this one like guy's like plaintive thing. Like, I don't want... The, you don't need to simulate multiple guys yeah. doing it. We're, we don't all have to be upset. Yeah. Uh, okay. So Hayes, this next one. Yeah. Oh boy. Oh boy. What this is? Um, which one is this? This one is "Where's My Sex." This one is crushing. Uh. So. The song is about socks. Yeah, so the it's a, oh, the whole thing is a joke of like he's talking about socks. Yeah, his I guess his wife. Sex. He likes to make fun of his wife. Um, no one refers to sex as much as sex, and like in in songs, like he uses the word sex to refer to yeah. sex as rivers. I think the only other people that do are virgins who are lying about having yeah. sex before. Yeah, just like yeah, I had sex. Yeah, yeah, I'm thinking about having sex yeah. tonight. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I might go have some. It's so where he doesn't. Where's my his sex? wife misspoke and said sex instead of socks one time, and this is a, That's a, a the musical. Story? Yeah, it made a musical roast about it. Oh man, God. Hey, Rivers is also one of these guys that like can't be offensive because it's just too corny and yeah, like you're, you this just is, feel bad. This is not good, uh, but I'm not mad at him. <laughs> No, you're you know just like, I mean? oh, like, oh, all right, dude. I mean, it doesn't get better after that. Either. No, that but one is brutal, brutal. It's brutal. kind of like, I mean, I kind of get, you know, what I not, don't, I do not know what you're gonna say. Like, why some artists like abandon some of the things that just don't work? Because, like, why would you play any of these songs? When I saw, so I'll say, I saw the Memories tour, yeah, and that tour. They didn't play this album in full. It was called the Memories. It's called Tour. the Memories Tour. The first half of the uh, set was hits, so yeah. they opened with Memories, and then they do all the the hits. Then the last half of the show was the Blue album in full, and on the next night it was Pinkerton in full. And yes, Hayes, I went to both. Wow! And then the, I remember when they were doing that. Yeah, and it was really really cool. Yeah. It was a really special uh, show to see. Um, I absolutely heard memories twice in a row. <laughs> like, yeah, uh, and those—that's the only song they I ever saw them play from that album. Ever. Wow. Um, but the 
and then they play, I mean, they play B-sides at that at those shows too. So it was like really, it was like a fan servicey show. Yeah. So they know what, that. that's what's frustrating as a Weezer fan, that they know yeah. what the fans like and what the fans want, but they're acti- at this point actively being like, absolutely not. They wanted n- new fans. I yeah. mean, yeah, I think I, think I said this yeah, up they top. They don't want but us anymore. Yeah, yeah, this album demonstrates unbelievable contempt for... Your current fans yeah. and the fans that you want. Yes, I will say they <laughs> get me back in a couple albums after this one. Uh, they no, do, I know, they but really just like that, like yeah. that, like your your current fans aren't good no. enough for you, and you think that the people you want to listen to you are morons. Yes, absolutely. Uh, and I mean, in that song, boy, I just don't care to. I don't care to hear it. <laughs> Or That's about as mean sex. as I get on the show. Uh, I don't care to hear that not one. Not my cup of tea. Yeah, no, thank uh, you. There's but no accounting for taste. And, yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, but I appreciate all efforts in, involved. And if it's your thing, I like. Or really hey, hope you enjoy it. God bless. And just uh, have a great day. Uh, this next one is called Run Away. Run Away. It's not one word. Okay. Like Castaway, the movie. People think that's um, one word, but it is actually two words. Yeah, it's two. To act like you know that you didn't know that. Well, I knew that because the, the cast. Well, the cast is not there. It's just Hanks. The cast? Yeah, the cast of the movie. It's just him on the island. The rest of them are. Away. You think it's called Castaway because the rest of the cast? Yeah. Went away when he went to the island. It occurred to him to make it one, two words at that point. At what point? When everybody was gone. When everyone went away. So, uh, Ryan Adams co-wrote this song with him. Yikes. <laughs> I feel like that lyric is, like, very old man. This this feels like, um... This is a dad rock song. Uh... Late... Like, uh... Late, early 2000s uh, high school road trip movie. Like, the, the song that the kids band plays it's like that or it's also like um like not the lyrics but like the the song i guess is like uh, the song you would hear in like a viagra commercial yeah yeah because it's just a couple of dads just chugging along <laughs> yeah uh i'll say it, that song sucks ass <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's really just kind of nothing uh yeah i don't Jeez. have much to i don't even have a i will full say on take about they, it. they they um they they carve out his voice more there we're you and i are both fixated on different things you seem to be obsessed with w- th- when they played these songs live which to you was it's, well was i just really i'm just never. fascinated about like throwing your toys away like you're, right. you, you 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 made up you made these little you made, imagine making an entire meal for somebody and then not eating it yourself Interesting, and also not serving it. No, not and not sorry, not serving it. Just making a meal in secret, just <laughs> slaving away, releasing pictures of the meal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you have a food Instagram, and, then, and no, no one has and ever then seen throwing you throwing it out. No one's That's ever seen you eat. Uh, but for me, I am obsessed with like what they did with his voice, and in that song, I can clearly identify. Yeah, that it is. I, something Cuomo. about this album too that I think is interesting is that like, it, I mean, it at, from this point, it sounds nothing like any Weezer album I've ever heard. There's like little bits of Weezer here yeah. and there, but there's getting further and further away from their their classic garage sound right. that Rick Ocasek honed for them. Um, Hmm. hmm. What if that's my persona now? 
sort of like a Mark Marin light. Um, uh, so this next song, I think I actually kind of like this one. Is this Smart Girls? No, okay. it's, it's Hang On, okay. the other single. I want you on record saying you love Smart Girls. Uh, no. <laughs> this is like like um, the second song. I forget what it's called. Ruling Me. This is a good copy of uh, the like emo pop that was like kind of around at that time. Yeah, it's very just like yeah, it's it sounds very 2010. Yeah. Like, you don't hear songs like this now, and you barely heard them then. You do kind yeah. of. I mean, this is a little bit closer to, like, new Panic of the Disco of just, like, or, like, and just the sentiment of it. Of yeah. Like, when you, I'm uh, going to help you. And, like, uh, like first of all, ri- uh, no one wants Rivers Cuomo to, like, help him work out yeah, we want, we want any, to, like, psychological or, like, emotional issue. Give me Scott, he's, probably. Yeah, Scott would be a perfect, like, sounding board for this kind of thing. Rivers is going to make it worse. <laughs> <laughs> he, what would you ever go to him for any problem you were facing? He's the last person I would get to, like, help me through get something. Get me Pat, even. Pat's even. Seems like a great guy. Yeah, oh, sure. Uh, Actor Michael Sarah plays mandolin and provides backing vocals on this track. Sure, I mean, I'd say yes. (laughs) Like, what are you guys like, no? Michael Sarah's hanging out in the studio. What's up on the track? Sure. Uh, He played um, one of their B-sides in that movie, uh, Paper Heart. Uh, with uh, Charlene Yee. I don't know if you've ever seen that movie, but there's a scene You know what? I didn't see it. I heard it was good. Uh, he's playing guitar at a party, and the song they're wrapping up when Charlene walks into the bedroom uh, yeah. while they're playing guitar is uh, one of their B-sides, Devotion. I remember when that movie came out, uh, Charlene Yee, I think, spread a rumor on pur- purpose that she was 33. Really? And everyone is like, you know Charlene Yee is 33 years old? That's really funny. And I remember the time being just, like, horrified by that. <laughs> and now that is how old I am. <laughs> how could... <gasps> Memories make me want to go back. Oh, my there. God. Uh... This song, that, that, this like, hang on, hang on. I yeah. mean, it's so not Weezer, it's so cookie cutter, but it is a decent impression. Yes, uh, I like this part of the song. No guitar solos it's on this just album like the that most I can think of. Normal bridge, <laughs> like. <laughs> Yeah, it's they, fun I think that there's a mandolin like here. Now I like hearing from Michael Sarah. Now that I know that it's him too, it's yeah. fun to picture him. It, now I'm thinking, oh yeah, it's probably so funny. Yeah, he's probably in the studio, being so. No, the uh, musical stuff is he doesn't like doing comedy music. Oh. <laughs> uh, he's gonna be more than a friend. That's what he's about to say right there. You know what? Why don't you keep keep your distance, there, buddy? <laughs> what? Oh, so that? Oh, okay. Well, I like that is at least more. That's more Weezery. More Weezery than yeah. he. Okay, so if the song is about him exploiting someone else's emotional distress <laughs> to try and have sex with them, <laughs> that is the exact kind of like revolting uh, sentiment that you're that you can feel him kind of like gutting out. Yes, but uh, I'm not sure that's what it's actually. No, about. no, but. Seven, seven, uh, that's one of the things about this album. I think it's a little, it's a little confusing and all over the place. Yeah. Uh, but it, so, so some, some, some of the messaging is confusing as well. Yeah. Uh, the next track, uh, I think Hayes, you said this was your favorite one. It's called Smart Girls. <laughs> I have one personal anecdote about this song, and it's that um, 
It is my favorite. No, just, uh, it, I was watching uh, Late Night with Jimmy Fallon Wow. Uh, at the time, and uh, I don't know if they still do this on this night show, but the Roots would personalize uh, the walk-on music for each guest every night, Yeah. and uh, Amy Poehler was the guest, and she had uh, Smart Girls, uh, and they played this song, yeah. and I tweeted at Questlove, awesome Re- uh, Weezer... <laughs> Awesome Weezer, dude. Awesome uh, uh, for uh, playing Weezer uh, yeah. as a walk-on, and he liked it. I got a like from Questlove. Well, she had that series, Smart Girls at the Part. I mean, yeah. like that. This is that's like the least objectionable use of this song, <laughs> except that he is talking about uh, some kind of weird sexual fascination yeah, with him. Totally yeah. unspecified. It doesn't. He doesn't really. Even expand on the fact that they're smart yeah, or how whatever. they're smart and like what he likes about their knowledge. Yeah. Uh, Just that, like. He's listed women's names and songs before, though, if we remember Tired of Sex. So maybe this is him taking it back. He's like, actually, I'm not just sleeping with these women anymore. I'm admiring them for their, right. uh, for their knowledge and uh, what they know. It's weird that he had just gotten married and he decided this is like the time to sing a song like this. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, that sucks. Uh, <laughs> uh, this is like, what did he say? Oh, it was also, it was co-written with uh, uh, Tony Canal of No Doubt and Jimmy Harry. Who's Jimmy Harry? I don't know. <laughs> uh, and it, it was originally called Hot Girls. Uh, and that River said that he wrote it about all these hot girls all over him and being married and not being able to do anything about it. So, yes, that makes Rivers. way more sense. And the fact that he thought so when I report, <laughs> changing it to when smart I, girls would when, fix the problem. I, I just want to make something clear. When I read these facts... I'm not actively trying to cancel Rivers. It's not my mission this statement is what for I'm the saying. show. He's, he's like not really cancelable. No, that's not super bad. Uh, but it's like, uh, you know, it's a little, it's concerning to say the least. I mean, he wrote a very famous beloved song yeah, about a pen, sh- a pen pal relationship with a child <laughs> <laughs> that he wanted to find some way to ship. That, I'll say that across he, he pointed out the Pacific Ocean in the song that he he made it very clear that she was 18 years old. Oh, that's right. Uh, but still, um, at the time he would have been like what 26. Still, mm-hmm. uh, still weird. Uh, the next song on this album, we're almost at the end. Hayes is called. Brave New World. This might be one of the Weezer songs that I've heard. <laughs> That'd be cool, right? That'd be really good. They should cover that. Oh, they, <laughs> they should cover Numb. They should cover they should Numb, cover absolutely. They should cover the Jay-Z <laughs> Lincoln Park Well, Rivers numb. raps now, so I wouldn't, I wouldn't put it past them. Can I get an encore? Do you want more? <laughs> oh, that's encore. Sorry, it's oh, yeah. not numb. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Well, it's encore with numb because he. Oh, uh, it's both. Yeah, it's okay. both. That's the. I mean, that's the whole thing. Yeah. That's um, the whole thing. When I saw uh, Jay Z at the four four two the four 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 tour, he did do the uh, encore numb version. He did because Chester had recently passed, oh, and God. I was like. Is, are people gonna love this? And everybody went fucking crazy. Yeah, sure, it I ruled. <laughs> and then I caught myself going nuts. Uh, but uh, this song, <laughs> uh, 
It is- maybe so. Like uh, this could have been. It's interesting, and that would be back to your obsession with them not playing this at live shows. Yes, it seems hard to do. It's every all of this seems kind of built to be like a a literal crowd pleaser. Yes, just something that'll like get people going. Well, that's what he's obsessed with more than playing like Butterfly or yes. whatever. Uh, like he just wants. Positive feedback immediately. He wants to know what you're thinking about a song. Yeah. Uh, this one, the the little info I have about this song is that according to uh, some commentary that uh, Rivers uh, said on a uh, Pakistan exclusive uh, oh, commentary God. is that Brave New World is written in response to the rest of the band's unwillingness to explore new genres. So he was feeling <laughs> the pissy rest at of the, the band. band. Yeah, so didn't want to do any of this. So they hate it. Yeah, they were like, "No, we don't want to." And he was like, "I'll show you. <laughs> you have to. You have to." And now you guy. have to play on a song about how you don't want to do this. You babies. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I read so a little funny. bit about because uh, I think at this time, I mean, from like uh. make believe into like this era. They sort of had a contentious relationship as a band, but I mean, you you stay where the money's at, right? So yeah. uh, he had this sort of like Machiavellian rule over the rest of them, and now they uh, now they seem happier. Uh, All the context think. is so much more interesting. Yeah, than the I know. Song. Yeah, I would love if they the, for the eventual biopic that they make about Weezer. Yeah. Don't make it about. Their good album. Yeah, that's right. I don't want to see the it about early the blue session. Album. Yeah, yeah, I want to see that. I want to see them thinking that teal is the right move. I always wanted to see, like, the Beatles movie I wanted to see would be the one after whatever, like, Let It Be, where yes. the four of them are never in one scene. Yes. That'd be really interesting. So I think, like, that's what I like about, uh, like a, a good biopic these days for me is like when not um, like Bohemian Rhapsody or a movie yeah. that just takes literally like the story of a band from their uh, like um, very humble beginnings to their ultimate rise. Yes, uh, I like a snapshot more like the sure. the uh, the love and uh, love and mercy. I don't know if you saw that. The, Didn't see it. It's uh, the Brian Wilson yeah. uh, Pet Sounds movie. It's very very good, um, and it's just about the making of Pet Sounds and then also um, these like mental health issues that he was having right. in like uh, the sort of more present You know what? Day. I did see it and it cuts back and forth between them. Yes. Yeah, I remember. And Paul Daniels giving it all he's got and John yeah. Cusack is in the movie. Um, well, he's supposed to be yeah. like zombified. Yeah, he's zonked and uh, Paul Giamatti at his Paul Giamattiest. Who does he play? He plays like the um, the guy, the, his producer. Who's Van Dyke advantage. Parks? Uh, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> hey, I have a Weezer podcast. I don't have a Beach That's Boys right. podcast. Uh but he he plays the producer in the uh, yeah. the current day who's taking advantage of him and feeding uh, him pills. Oh he yeah, need. yeah, that's right. Oh the do- like doc his doctor his doctor. Yes, that's right. Okay. Uh, the audience, his the listening producer. audience at home. It's well, because like, he's like sort of trying to get in on the is. record. He uh, does business. actually. Yeah, yeah. I've seen right. them. I saw the movie. Yeah. Um, the next song, the final song on this album. <laughs> a little metaphor for uh, listening to a good Weezer album. Time flies. In what way? Well, when you're listening to a good Weezer album, it's over. I can't believe it's over. You're like, I just want to. And hit repeat on that. This does make me want to, when I am scooting away from here, listen to the Weezer stuff that I like. Yes. You know? Yeah, because you're like, well, 
This wasn't for me. Yeah. I want to listen to, like, Only in Dreams or something. I feel... So something that I'm thinking about right now is somebody who hosts this show. Yeah. And <coughs> hosts this show and tries his darndest yeah. to paint my boys in a positive light, enjoy their tunes for what they're giving me. I barely said anything nice about this album. Well, you can't really... It would be... Uh, it would be dishonest. And, like... He's insulting you. Yes, he's hurting me on With this. the corporate partnership. This is an attack. And like the, the style of music. He didn't want you to like it. No. This was uh this was uh yeah, mathematically wanted, engineered. In his mind, like he wanted like your bully to like it. <laughs> <laughs> he wanted to be friends with someone that he imagined bullying his fans. Yeah, he's like, I'll show them. They're gonna love this, and then they'll like us too, and then that's not we're not for them anymore. This at least um this is acoustic. Sort of, but there's a lot of weird stuff going on. We got a, like a bass drum beat only. Yeah, and the guitar sounds weird. It's like it's broken. Yeah. And the song sucks. Yeah, <laughs> it's really bad. Like, and the, the, the thing that I... To look forward to on a good Weezer album is yeah. the track ten because the track ten on a good Weezer album is um, is only in dreams is yeah. butterfly um, and like those are some really good ones on the red album the angel and the one is a really really great uh-huh. track ten and so this and it's all built around the phrase time flies where you're having fun though like yeah something you've heard a million late times Britney Spears like bumper sticker <laughs> <laughs> like process it's a, that's a, a, a you know a sort of wood carving you see at your mom's yes, house that's right <laughs> life's a beach <laughs> uh, but I mean that's it and there's some like deluxe tracks on this album that are like also not very interesting they did a cover of Viva La Vida doesn't it seem like he could on this album but it's not on Spotify because you they are not allowed to, I think so. to do that? That's wild. This is like a live wow. thing that they put on the Doesn't deluxe it seem album? like Rivers could easily have released a song called One Tequila, Two Tequila, Three Tequila Floor? <laughs> somebody <laughs> somebody did. I saw like a tweet the other day that was like, uh, this is Rivers in a few years, and it was just a Jimmy Buffett concert. Like, yeah. uh, And that's sort of... That would be fine. <laughs> I would go see him do like Island in the Sun style stuff. Uh, They did a song for the show Yo Gabba Gabba. Yeah. Written by one of the guys from that show, or you know, one of the the Aquabats called All My Friends Are Insects, that I think is actually great. It's just about bugs, it's for kids. But it was written by the Aquabats guy. What's his name? Uh, shit. Um, I used to love the Aquabats. Uh, I love them a lot, too. They're, I'm doing one of their songs tonight uh, at that concert show. Cool. Uh, it was written by... Why don't I have that note? Anyway. Well, I'm not just going to leave it hanging on that. This song, I think, is good. Um, I like it, too. And they're all... So in, on the Yo Gabba Gabba <laughs> clip, uh, they're dressed as insects. That's pretty fun. They like to dress up, yeah. <laughs> Those Yo Gabba Gabba guys love dressing up. Just as a production thing, by the way, like, I again, I don't know anything about music, yeah. but this makes me... You know, like, when you hear something really bad, you understand more about, like, why good music is good? Yes. Like, this... Like, the it, instrumentation is, like, way more distinct. It's not just, like, a flood of sound... That in, in a way that like Hurley is Adam Debert 
Okay, that's not what I was going to say. The thing about this song, too, that is frustrating to me is that it sounds better than everything on the... It's more fun than everything on the album. It's not a song written by them, and it's not like uh, a song that we're supposed to think is good. It's a song for children. But it sounds more like them. Yes, yes. Uh, they did this song, I Want to Be Something. And here's the other um, a very sad thing. That song yeah. is not, it's only really great in comparison to the songs on the album. Yeah. It's, it's not, not, like it's not amazing. Like, it's not Buddy it's Holly not, or yes, something. But it could maybe have been the worst song on one of those earlier albums. Yes. This is, yeah, I Want to Be Something. Not wait, very interesting. Wait, what, what, what is it? This is a B-side? This is a, a deluxe track. This was in, this was like if you bought the album that was, uh, I think, like $12 instead of $10, yeah. uh, you get these other four tracks. And they're also not great. Does this go anywhere? No, this is like Guitar Guy at a Party. I know. This I is still like, like it more. <laughs> this is like uh, a guy out on, uh, on the boardwalk uh, busking. God, what a fascinating Trying guy. to get discovered. And then there's a Just final one. talking about a guy like who had achieved like un like this like level of critical success and like obsessive fandom yeah. that so few ever reach. Yeah. Who he only Not wants to be a pop star. Yeah. It's like Seth MacFarlane just wanting to be like Michael Bublé. Yeah. <laughs> it's like just just like, make your not having cartoon. The capacity to just enjoy <coughs> something. So sad. Uh, the last song of this deluxe track is uh, it's called "Represent." Uh, wow! And it was and just the fact that it's called that. It was written as the unofficial theme for the U.S. men's soccer team. However, it's not the first song that Weezer uh, uh, wrote about uh, soccer. Uh, My Day is Coming, which is on Alone 2. That song is about soccer? Yeah. Rivers really likes soccer. He does, huh? Yeah, he likes soccer. What was the deal with those billboards from like last year that were up all over LA? Those Rivers' face. Do you not know about this? I don't think so. Uh, It was like ribs like it was like advertising oh. it, like, it was like a joke thing where he was like some kind of healer I so I know what that is it's for it was for um a crush music um movie that was released a uh, crush music movie is something that you are just gonna say without <laughs> so crush music is their label that they're on now okay um and they produced a movie also um and rivers wrote or you know weezer wrote a song for that movie uh, called California Snow, which is on the Black Album, and, and, and that was on the Billboard as well. Yeah, it's like in the he's like in the movie, like in like uh, in that capacity. Yeah, it's, but it's, even it, there was like a URL, and I went to the website, and it didn't really explain what it was. But it seemed like a yeah. kind of like a comedy thing. It was like uh, uh, Barrick Hartley is in the movie. Okay, uh, but I don't know what the movie was about. I didn't seek it out because I saw. I think I did as much research as you did, and was yeah. kind of like, hmm, okay. Uh, but this is like cool your favorite guy. Yeah, <laughs> but there's like some things that like. I mean, I did go to Magpies to try the Weezer ice cream. <laughs> I didn't know they had Weezer ice cream. They did until uh, just this week. Uh, it was a limited run thing. And it what was, flavor was it? It was a vegan uh, dark mocha flavor. So it was all black and uh, left my mouth purple and my poop green. <laughs> <laughs> Is he vegan? He, I think he's vegan now, yeah. 
Is that it's a living, recent thing? He's living. He's live, uh, living clean. Wow. Yeah. Because yeah. he, I think he's been a vegetarian for some time. Yeah. Uh, and then just, uh, I don't know how long he's been a vegan. Uh, it was pretty good. It was pretty good ice cream. Didn't like those uh, side effects. Wow. For days. Days? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not my mouth. The boot, though. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, hey, wow. uh, yeah, I mean, that was, that was the album. So if we had to, I mean, we don't rate the albums on the show, so I don't know why I was about to ask you for a rating for it. Would you return well, to any of the songs in this album? No, absolutely not. But like, I, <laughs> like, I, I do feel bad. Yeah. And like, you know, you come on this, you, you want to evaluate stuff honestly. Yes. And it's only out of like, like the deepest affection for their other material. Yes. These are my boys. And, and we're, so it's interesting. We're like, we're recording this in a week where lots of creatives have lashed out at their critics. Yes. You've been following the, like uh, Lizzo and Olivia Munn and oh, I didn't see what Michael Olivia Che did. and Whoa. some others have been really getting after. Do you think this is going to get back to that, them? They're going to be that, mad at that me? Criticize their work. Yeah. Basically they're going around beating up people like you who, <laughs> oh my God. who don't like something. They're going Jane Silent Bob style. Yeah. Gordon door and they say things to the effect of like if you've never made music you shouldn't be allowed to yeah. criticize it i mean that's you know insane on its face obviously yes but it does feel kind of bad to trash something by someone so i mean like and you're not gonna hurt my feelings no i know but this about. is like even more patronizing that like it doesn't like uh, <laughs> that doesn't that you're not sure how much like control he even has over his like output yes. at this point. Yeah, because I mean, algorithmically, uh, is like the way he's making music. That's how he's making music now through yes. algorithms. Right. So it's not up to it's not up to him at this point. I think he he could write a song the old fashioned way, pen and paper. Yeah. Uh, get some thoughts out on the page, but now he's copy pasting cells, and uh, that's he wants to be an AI. He wants to be an AI. He wants to. He, I mean, he wants to. He wants to be a coder. This guy mm -hmm. wants to make code. And so he built this algorithm. That's he has. He has a lot of different algorithms for different things. Yeah. So he, uh, uh, Eli Mandel did the show, and he wrote the Weezer sketch for Saturday Night Live. Yeah. And he said that uh, he was talking to their tour manager or something, and uh, they have an algorithm that dictates the set, and uh -huh. it has like. It depends on like the size of the room, and it like because like depending on the size of the room is gonna be, uh, there's gonna be more fans there or not more like big fans, so sure. it's gonna dictate what songs appear on the set list. Yeah. Uh, and like this thing, he just has like phrases like uh, like by syllable, so mm -hmm. he'll go to like I need a five syllable phrase. Wow. Find one that rhymes and then put it in. Huh. And that could be a crude misunderstanding, but that's what it seems like. That's what I've read several times and I've discussed several times on the show. Uh, and that's what it, I mean, that's where we're at right now. Look, a lot of bands, like, you, I, I don't think it's really fair to punish a band for just, instead of stopping, just continuing. Yeah. You don't have to keep listening to their stuff. No. You know, I, like. Every time they put something out, boy, am I going to be there, though? I'll tell you yeah. what. I got to. Because what if it's good? Putting That's out two of the greatest albums ever. Yes. And a couple other pretty good ones. Uh, they did two back-to-back uh, -back that are really, really good. But nobody, well, not nobody, but people by and large are like, I'm not going to try. 
We're not going to try what? Not going to try to get into the new good stuff. Uh, Everything Will Be Alright in the End and the White Album, I think, are yeah. as close to being good uh, in the same way that those, uh, the blue and, that blue and pink wow, and are. rigging endorsement. They're like, they're really, really good. I think top to bottom, they're both I liked solid. Everything Will Be Alright in the End. I like it too. Well, Rick was back, baby. <laughs> It's all Rick and his rock solid production. No, I that's and that's probably my other favorite yeah. band historically. Like growing up, the is cars, the cars, and they are musically very similar and a lot. Interesting that you got here on a scooter because the band I like is called the Cars. Yeah, and so what? And so like Weezer, would it be interesting that I'm like like breathing like relatively easily? I have noticed that. Yeah. You've been coughing a I lot. I had a little bit. I had a little tickle in the throat, and I. But I also have an inhaler in my pocket. How about that? Practice what you preach, Hayes. <laughs> <laughs> Hayes, uh, I don't. Uh, thank you so much for doing this. Um, thank you for for sharing your 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 Harvard stories. The. Uh, the <laughs> Your salad days. Oh, I'm full uh, of them. <laughs> um, anything you'd like to? Anything you'd like to plug? No, I just all these podcasts. <laughs> a lot of podcasts. Hayes is on podcasts. You can you can hear him on podcasts. You can find him online. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Matt Apodaca, and you can follow the show at WWTHTA Weezer Pod. Uh, and if you that's any- the handle, WWTHTA Weezer Pod. Thank you for saying it again. <laughs> Yeah, see how easy it was to remember and repeat. <laughs> was what, there something you like what to point was out? About? Taken? Ah, like Weezer Pod and talking about Weezer Pod. Well, yeah, but like that wasn't taken. No, and what if I told you that this was the first one I tried? <laughs> Uh, if you have any questions, comments, and concerns, uh, you can email wwthweezerpod at gmail.com, and maybe we'll read it on the show. I think it was important to have the both of them be the same. Wait, you didn't even say it right that time. It's You said WWTH Weezer. It's WWTHTA Weezer. Yeah, no, I think I said it right. No, you did not. <laughs> WWTHTA Weezerpod at gmail.com, and maybe we'll read it on the show. Uh, Hey, thanks for being here. Thank you. Uh, We'll see you next time, guys. Goodbye. If you'd like to support the show, you can go on iTunes and give us five stars and leave us a nice little review. We'd really appreciate that. If you'd like to support the show monetarily, you can go to anchor.fm slash WWTHTA Weezer Pod slash support. There's monthly contribution options if you'd like to help keep the lights on for the show. And all your support means a lot. Thank you so much.